to Terrier Talks Podcast. I am Lena Ross. And I am Jalen Blue. Today we are meeting with Lorna Metzger, friend of the Stone and Soup Co-op and social media coordinator, Hiram alum, Taylor Cook. Hi, I'm Lorna Metzger. I'm a second year creative writing major. I am a friend of the Stone and Soup Co-op. I'm also the president of the Hiram College cohort for Writers and Residents, which is an Ohio-based organization that teaches creative writing programs to juveniles that are incarcerated in the state of Ohio. Um, and I am a cancer. I'm Taylor, so a lot of you probably know me. I'm the social media coordinator here at Hiram now, but I graduated in May as a student from Hiram, and my first two years before the pandemic happened, I was a member of the co-op. Um, I was a safety manager for a little bit, and then after the pandemic, I kind of tried to keep the co-op alive with some of my friends who were managing it, so cleaning it, keeping the space open to an extent, and then that got handed off to Lorna, and here we are. Yes, speaking of the co-op, we have Lorna here. Now, Lorna is a friend of the co-op, so uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. What does it mean to be a friend of the co-op, and exactly what is that co-op? Hi, Lena. Hi, Jalen. Um, I would say anybody can be a friend of the co-op, right? So um, any cooperative is just a group of people that have kind of a shared idea um, and message for their organization. And so the co-op on campus, the Stone Soup Co-op, is a vegetarian and vegan kitchen located in Booth Centennial. Um, and it's a space for people to meet and have meals together, uh, practice sustainability, and kind of have a larger control over their food options on campus outside of the dining hall or the bistro. Nice. So what is your role with the co-op? I fit more into like the traditional general manager um, position within the co-op, so I'm kind of in charge of uh, bringing members in, orientating them into what the co-op is and how we run. Um, I'm planning meetings and the agendas for those meetings. I am kind of managing our food orders and um, the organization of the kitchen and um, and um, and um working with staff and faculty on campus uh, in those needs within the co-op. So I'm doing a lot right now, but that's just because after the pandemic, the co-op has seen better days. <laughs> and so I'm working to currently um, delegate a lot of roles and responsibilities to other members of the co-op and new friends that are coming in every minute. Taylor, do you have any perspective on how that used to be before the pandemic happened? Yeah, so I joined the co-op one of the first weeks I was on campus my freshman year. I had a friend who was the general manager at the time, um, and we both had celiac disease, which was why I wanted to join the co-op because, like Lorna said, it's a cooperative space, but the main thing is it's a student-run kitchen. So as a member, you have 24-hour access to the co-op. Um, you have access to foods for all dietary restrictions in that area. That's the point of it is that the meals that are made meet the dietary restrictions of everyone that's involved um, is I think that'll still be the case most likely um, so it was really nice to be a part of that community because everyone kind of understood each other's like um, dietary needs and it was really just a space to kind of hang out and like 
see your friends, meet new people too. Um, I really loved the community that was built there. And I think that'll really be brought back through the events that Lauren is planning, like the co-op birthday, the Thanksgiving that co-op, the co-op hosts. Those are always like huge events on campus that everybody kind of gets involved in. That's really cool. So like even if you're that one person that has like a specific dietary restriction, if you're mm-hmm. that one person with celiac or one person with a, a dairy allergy, it doesn't matter if you're you're the only one with that. They will still consider that because you are you are a member. You're part of the community. Yeah, before um, the meals that we made, you had to have one item in the meal that met everyone's dietary restriction. So the entire meal didn't have to be gluten-free, but I knew there was always something like put out at lunch or dinner that I could eat. Mm -hmm. And even without that, if I wanted to just go in and cook my own meal, there was a space to do that. That's awesome. So why exactly are you passionate about the co-op, Lorna? Well, I found out about the co-op kind of in the same night that I found out about Hiram College. Um, So I'm from Southwestern Ohio, so I never really heard about Hiram in the same way that somebody that's up here might. Um, It didn't really have the reach down there at the time. Um, And so I found the website and I was just looking through all the student organizations pages and I found the one for the Stone Soup Co-op and I thought that was very interesting, kind of had it on the radar. And when I got here, I had a friend who was trying to bring the co-op back from its kind of defunct post-COVID position. Because obviously during the pandemic, a shared kitchen was not the safest of places to be. Um, So I just started to be involved in that very early process uh, my freshman year. And... um, I think that it's really important for people like Taylor's talking about to have a space where they feel safe to eat food and participate in that community aspect of what a meal is. Going to like the dining hall and not knowing if the food's been labeled properly or what's in it when you have an allergy or a restriction can be really frustrating and be really isolating for people that don't have that space to go and eat with their friends Um, at different meals. I was also really interested in the kind of freedom that it brings for people uh, in what they're eating and consuming. So I have my interest in uh, cruelty-free foods and organic foods has definitely increased. Uh, As I've gotten to college, I now have access to the co-op, so I have access to funds to purchase more expensive but ethically more aligned with the things I believe in, food. Um, and I think that's really important for people to understand. I mean, you eat every day and that, that food fuels you and you want to kind of know what it is you're putting in your body and what's going into getting that food to your table. Yeah. So there's a line of like education with the co-op as well. Yeah, definitely. So what are some student responsibilities in the co-op? At the moment, uh, the co-op runs a little differently than it has in the past, but that's okay because the co-op is a space for whatever group of students is currently running it at the time. So we've kind of made our own idea of what we want things to run like. Um, In the past, uh, I'm sure Taylor can illuminate this for us, is uh, we would have meals every day, twice a day, and students would be in charge of cooking those meals, cleaning up after those meals, stocking the fridge with all of the food we needed, um, laundry, dishes, mopping the floors, uh, things like that. Because it is a completely student-run organization, so everything that has to go into keeping the co-op running is something that a student is in charge of. 
at the moment, um, as we're kind of writing up more things and we're getting more members, so we have the capacity to assign a lot of more fun things. We have people that are in charge of uh, designing and decorating the lounge space. I have somebody who's organizing our vinyl collection. I have people that are in charge of organizing events for us and talking with other groups on campus to get us involved with people on campus so that they know that we exist. Uh, and I also have people that are in charge of uh, the health policy in our health codes, making sure that everybody is safe and that the things that we need to follow are being followed. Yeah, so traditionally, um, those roles kind of met everything that Lorna was saying um, when the co-op, when I was a part of it, so up until 2019, um, 2020, when it closed down at the pandemic, it kind of ran the same from its opening. Um, so like Lorna said, there was always two meals a day, so there was a shift of students that would cook the meal and then a shift of students that cleaned up after the meal, and you worked two shifts a week, and that was your form of payment to be a part of the co-op, was that you were working in that collective um, and then like Lorna said, there were other responsibilities you could take on to get out of one of those cooking and cleaning shifts. So I had a friend that did all of our food ordering. I was in charge of our like health policy at one point. And then like you were saying, someone that did the laundry, someone that mopped the floors at night, someone that did all those different kind of things. Like you could do the party planning. Um, so there were a lot of different roles and um, people could really come up with a role or something they were interested in, like organizing the vinyls or anything in there um, to kind of just help the space run. So what are the benefits of being a member? The co-op kind of gives you the freedom over your meals. So like I was mentioning, you have this um, greater financial power to purchase the types of things that you want to be consuming. Um, but also it gives you a lot of convenience for when you have those meals. The co-op is accessible 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, I know that's really great for my friends that have really demanding majors. So we have a lot of nursing majors that are in and out throughout the day because they have very early mornings and very late evenings. And the dining hall doesn't always fit in with their schedule. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of athletes who also are not able to get into the dining hall and get the type of food that they need at that time. Um, so I would say that's one of the, the best benefits is the convenience of having that kitchen there for them um, and the ability to cook your own food. You might not think that you miss cleaning up after yourself and being a part of making all of that stuff because the dining hall is really lovely and uh, it's a wonderful thing for us on campus. And we're very grateful to have the staff that work really hard to put great food there out for us and to clean after us. But sometimes you do miss having a hand in what you're eating, and um, that part is really wonderful for people. And I would say one of the best uh, benefits of being in the co-op are the people you meet and the types of things that you get to do with them. So we get to teach each other about different foods from our cultures, different foods that we just like in general and ways to prepare them. Um, I've learned about composting and about different ways to recycle. I learn about different ways to do crafts and um, play music. So you kind of just get to hang out with a lot of people from different backgrounds and get to know them. So I'd say that community aspect is one of the best benefits of the co-op. That's terrific. Yeah, that's, that's really great. Um, here's a question that I feel like a couple people might have that's at IRAM. Do students have to pay to be a member in the co-op? So if you're a residential student and you have a full swipe meal pass, so it's the platinum meal plan, which every residential student that lives like on the hill or within the valley will have that meal plan, 
it is free for you to join. So you could sign up for the co-op and it doesn't cost you anything additional outside of your meal plan. If you are a commuter or a townhouse resident, there's been a traditional price point of about $500 a semester, but as we're in that transitional period away from the pandemic and into something more concrete for this new term for the co-op, um, we are pricing things on a more individual base. That's ranging somewhere from about $150 to about $250 for the semester. But that all kind of depends on your personal usage and contribution to the co-op. Okay. Okay. So what's the significance of the name? Stone Soup is a kind of old like wives tale um i've did a play a stone soup play in elementary school i can't say for certain why the founders chose stone soup as i haven't read anything specifically there um but stone soup is this uh older kind of tale about making a meal last and um kind of giving back to a community right i think the whole point it kind of goes into what Lorna was saying was it's the idea of building a community around a meal um, so the idea of stone soup was to be able to like feed your community and serve them in that way and I think that was the idea behind the founders naming it that um, was just that it was a space for community along with food. So how can students get involved with this stone soup co-op? Well, students can ask any of their friends that they know are co-op members to take a tour inside and look around, um, or they can reach out to me directly. I'm very nice sometimes, and I, I, yeah, I would agree. and I love meeting and talking with people. So, for example, um, we had a booth at the Winter Welcome event, and I met you there, Lena, mm -hmm. and I invited you to come and look around the co-op, and that you did. I did. And I would like to think that now you would label yourself a friend of the co-op. So yeah, after that tour uh, and just kind of like the first initial meeting and seeing how the kitchen works, um, I'm really excited to kind of finally be a part of the co-op. I wasn't initially a member for my first semester. I'm a first year student, so I wasn't I wasn't a member my first semester. Uh, I just I just didn't really, I, I kind of heard of it and I was intrigued, but I never really kind of went into it. Um, I wasn't exactly sure uh, like what it was fully. I didn't get it a part of my tour. I think it was mentioned briefly. It was probably closed at the time you were touring. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So I, I yeah, th with the with the weirdness of of like post pandemic uh, co-op and shared kitchen stuff, I, th I think it was a probably a little bit difficult for me to like learn a lot about it to kind of dive right into it. But uh, since going to the week of welcome uh, club, uh, informational thing. I uh, I am a person who loves food ethics. Um, that's my one of my weird like niche passion interests. Um, I love like pasture raised eggs, organic dairy, uh, humane humanely raised anything, this and that. Uh, you know, I I don't like to eat certain cooking oils and all of that. So like I I love all the different types of things that go into. Um, good food, food that's good for the planet, food that's good for my body, and also food that is going to feed a community. So um, I think that the co-op is a really great space. Just looking at the foods, I was amazed at how high quality and how like beneficial and how <laughs> a, a big pat on the back to Lorna for our, our grocery shopper, <laughs> the um, how high quality and just how uh, how good these foods are how I like I'm, I'm like what do I want to eat next I want to make a meal I want to do this I want to make avocado toast this day I want to 
I want to make eggs. I want to do this and that. And and also I've I've been I've been vegetarian, vegan, pescatarian all f- since like 2016. I've done like all the different diets. Right now I right now I think I eat like shrimp and that's about it. Maybe some fish or something here and there, but <laughs> I I avoid meat for the most part. Um, you know, that a lot of people wouldn't consider that vegetarian, but I I really love a space where um, if someone is making a meal or if I do need to make a meal, I know that I don't have to check the ingredients if it's vegetarian or if it has any kind of cruddy ingredients. Um, I just love and I love making friends. I, I've loved making friends with people like Lorna and all the other people that are involved in it that have like minded uh, passions and interests with me of like taking care of yourself and taking care of the planet, composting and sustainability. It's just it's a really great way to get more involved as a freshman or anyone on campus and also pretty much make a difference in terms of your own life and our impact as people who eat on Hiram College campus. If you could give one fun fact or thing everyone should know about the co-op, what would it be? I don't know if this is really, you know, important information for people to know about the co-op, but I think it goes to show that you can kind of do anything with the space that you want to do with this space. Um, uh, looking through some of the co-op archives recently uh, in preparation for this meeting we had last week, I found out that the co-op had actually adopted a puffin a few years back. I think it might have been 2018 or 2016, and his name was The Destroyer. Um, looking at the math of puffin lifespan, I don't think The Destroyer is still with us. He was about 32 years old at the time. But, you know, you could own a puffin. I think that's really cool. I think um, it's fun, it's cool, but the co-op can really do a lot with the, uh, our, our money and our uh, reach, which includes helping wildlife. And Jalen, I know you specified one fun fact, so you know my apologies for kind of going over that limit, but I no, can't really count fine. well. Um, I am a writing major, so math isn't my strong suit. But <laughs> um, did you know that the Hiram College Student Senate used to host an annual chili cook-off and the co-op usually would sweep the stage in awards. So going through our archives, I also found endless chili cook-off first place ribbons for the Hiram College Stone Soup Co-op. For the Hiram College Stone Soup Co-op, both first place in the vegetarian chili category and first place overall. So very interesting. Hmm. Senate needs to bring that back so you guys can sweep the stage again. This is the first I've heard of it. Yeah, this is the first time I've ever heard of well, it, too. Oh, wow. It's great. I mean, the co-op is involved with a lot of groups on campus. We have a lovely relationship with Student Senate, so I will definitely be mentioning it to them at our next joint meeting. Thank you so much, Lorna and Taylor, for joining us on today's episode of Terrier Talks. I'm Jalen Blue. And I'm Lena Ross. Talk, Talk to, to you, you soon, soon Terriers. Terriers.